unique ways with Thomas Gerard emerges with people from all walks of life who through their own unique angle succeed and flourish. Enjoy the ride and welcome to Unique Ways, an audio podcast. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to Unique Ways with Thomas Gerard, an audio podcast. Got an awesome guest today. He's a Canadian interdisciplinary artist working between Kelowna and Vancouver, British Columbia. His diverse body of work employs a wide range of media and techniques, often seeking pathways that intercept traditional ways of working with materials. Please join me in welcoming Christian Nicolay. Welcome, Christian. Thanks, Thomas. Happy to be here. You ready for 20 questions? I am. Are you? I am. Uh, <laughs> question one, tell me a little bit more about yourself. What do you do? Um. Well, you kind of encapsulated a lot in the intro. Um, uh, I'm an interdisciplinary artist. Um, I'm working with a lot of different range of mater- uh, mediums, materials, I guess. Um, I just recently started doing ceramics. Um, I'm constantly looking to learn um, and evolve my practice, uh, trying different things. Um, a thread that weaves between uh, all the different things I'm working with would be the paradox or duality. I'm really interested in cycles and uh, the unity of opposites. Um, I'm often salvaging and repurposing material, um, a practice, I guess, of regarding the disregarded. Um, I love collaborating with other creatives and cultural producers. I'm often interested in seeing what connects what seems to be disparate practices and finding those things that seem to not quite fit on paper. But um, uh, I play a lot in my practice. I have a lot of fun with with uh, experimenting and play. Um, I'm a curious explorer. I love to walk. <laughs> Great. Um, just a note for our audience, Christian and I don't know each other well yet, but we met via the podcast uh, Housewarming, um, where we were celebrating 100 plus episodes on the audio podcast, and, and Christian was part of that. Um, so question two, what's a key piece of knowledge that makes you different? Hmm. Um, I could tell you a lot of similarities I have with people that I connect with um unusual traits or quirks that i share um things that made me different i i think that um i know i've always been very comfortable with being uncomfortable um taking risks looking at problems as possibilities um but i don't know if that particularly makes me different um how we all share is individually unique um, but I was thinking about, uh, I was just trying to go, you know, back in time and as far back as I can remember, I've always been attracted to things that just quite are outside of the box or that didn't quite fit or the, the unusual. And I was thinking about when I was, I think in kindergarten, I was five or six years old and my neighbor had a gravel driveway and I'd often be playing in there, looking at the rocks. And, uh, I remember finding one one day. And it was different than all the others. And I was immediately gravitated toward it. And I went and I asked my mom, what's why? What's up with this rock? It's so different. And she said, well, that's a petrified rock. And so I started learning about petrified rocks. And, and then I found another rock that had a leaf imprint on it. And that one was really different than all the other ones. And um, 
So I thought, oh, wow, I, I'm going to try making one of these. So I, I remember grabbing two flat rocks and putting a leaf in between them and putting an elastic band around it and burying it in the garden. <laughs> and I can't remember how much time passed. It was probably just a day or two in, in my six-year-old mind. It felt like a week or so, but... Um, I remember digging it out of the garden and opening it up. And of course, there was no leaf imprint. Um, but I quickly realized that it takes a long time for that type of natural phenomena to occur. And um, I think I was just mesmerized by the measure of time, which is something that I think also weaves through my practice. I'm attracted to... Um, uh, how stories inscribe themselves on surfaces and paying attention to cycles and transitions and um, finding the familiar and the unusual. But uh, I'm not sure if that makes me necessarily uh, different, um, but that would be a key thing that uh, definitely highlights my attention or the, the lens that I put around things. Great. And one more note for our audience. If you're liking the artist-focused episodes, um, definitely check out the episode with Angela Fama and uh, Dr. Garnett Hertz. Those were both uh, early supporters of both the audio podcast and the More Than Audio podcast. Um, so question three, why this, of all things, why do you do what you do? Um, I've, for me, art is the discovery of beauty in unexpected places. Um, and I'm, I think like an artist, I've, I, I live, sleep, eat, breathe art. Um, I love creativity. I think it's vital to storytelling and sharing. Um, so I feel it's a, it's a privilege to be an artist, to share my observations, my experiences, my feelings. Um, it's also a way for me to learn and to connect and to share, uh, the best way that I know how through creativity and through um, uh, manifesting uh, through through art. Great. And some people struggle with number four, but the question is, what does your future look like? Uh, I think it looks very much. It looks very much like what it looks like now. Um, I've been doing what I love for a long time. Um, I kind of like uh, knowing, not knowing, <laughs> what the future my future will be. But I think it looks a lot like what it is now, and. I look forward to continue learning and sharing and connecting each day as it comes, I suppose. Nice. And number five, we say is unique to this podcast. The question is, let's talk about location. How does the notion of place play into what you do? Um, I'm trying to listen and learn more about what that means to me these days. Um, we place uh, we wear the fabric of our surroundings um as does our surroundings speak through us i feel um hmm i think whether wherever i am um i'm just trying to be present and listen and learn about uh, observations of where i am and how that has an impact uh and um, what is, uh, where is my place in that? What is my story to tell? 
It's an interesting question, right? Because there's the geographic place, but there's also like a virtual place or a hypothetical place or a, or a kind of theoretical conceptual place. Um, so yeah, we tend to have a lot of different mm -hmm. answers for that. Mm -hmm. Okay, number six, if you had to start from the beginning, what advice would you give your former younger self? Probably uh, to be kinder to myself. Um, pretty good at taking care of others around you, but remember to take care of yourself. Mm. Great. And number seven, what's a day in your life like? Day in my life? Um, well, my practice is pretty much is every day. Um, I guess I call it my uniform <laughs> that I wear every day. Um, it's, uh, comprised of, um, poetry writing, uh, usually very early in the morning. Uh, maybe that might involve sound music, songwriting, um, writing idioms or aphorisms, observations. I might particularly, uh, look at different news stories. I'm often listening to the radio. Um, and then I'll go through my piles, uh, the different piles that I have in the studio. There's the stuff that's two-dimensional there's the three-dimensional there's uh these particular drawings these particular photographs um i tend to work on a lot of different projects uh simultaneously and i like how those piles bombard one another um and uh, uh by organizing and and disorganizing through through that organizing and disorganizing of piles i like to see how they interrupt and uh, inspire one another and um, I go for a lot of walks and, uh, I guess I'm also trying to connect more with my community and, um, I'm, uh, um, I like to surprise myself with unknowns. So especially through walking or going to areas that I've never been to before, or even places that I've been to a lot, um, I'm, uh, uh, walking, I think, is also a form of meditation for me um, that I can get lost in. Um, and uh, I also have a day job um, that uh, is freelance, and I do a lot of gallery. Um, uh, I'm a gallery technician. I hang a lot of different exhibitions uh, for different galleries or clients, or I do a lot of custom framing as well. So um I'm sort of out and about doing that when I'm not working on my own art practice. And um, yeah, that's pretty much the daily uniform, I suppose. I like your distinction between working life and then other, um, you know, we had a C-suite designer, Roger Vanderheed on the show who said, you know, when he got to the atelier in the morning and opened the door, that's when the work started. And then at the, end of the day when he closed that door the work ended and it was a very clear distinction um you know we always have kind of different responses so mm -hmm. opening um, and closing the door mm -hmm. <laughs> um number eight lifelong learning is a popular topic these days how do you stay up to date uh people my community uh, listening uh asking questions I learn a lot from my colleagues, my friends, uh, from my partner who inspires me immensely. Um, uh, I guess I was thinking a lot about, um, I used to go to the library a lot. Well, I mean, COVID obviously um, sort of 
change things a little bit, but um, uh, going to the library and walking down a random aisle and closing my eyes and picking a random book and opening a random page and just sort of seeing what I get. And um, that's something that has been a part of my practice for a long time. And quite often I find information that's not really interesting to me, uh, but I might learn about a topic or something that may interrupt my practice or serendipitously fall into place with something else or not. Uh, but I like that type of random aisle walking um, uh, for uh, picking up things that I may not particularly think of uh, at random. Great. Okay. Number nine, what tools do you use? Are you both digital and analog? Both digital and analog. Uh, however, I carry a pen and paper on my person at all times. That's sort of the number one, whenever I'm thinking of something, I uh, put um, uh, pen to paper. Mm. Uh, I still use a typewriter. Mm. Um, uh, office stationery um, <laughs> is uh, pervasive in my practice. Um, but, you know, I have a computer and do a lot of stuff on there and editing videos or, or uh, although uh, working with sound, I have a, still analog means that I've worked through with through that. Um, trying to learn how to put the analog uh, into the digital and combine the two, because I think there's a lot of uh, advantages to that. Um, but I'm still pretty much, uh, I, I would say, square one analog. But I think I was thinking like tools. Um, beyond analog and digital, um, I use humor mm. and play and curiosity, patience, persistence. I would say uh, serendipity is, is definitely uh, or chance and fate. I'm constantly thinking about that idea of chance and fate and um, um, setting up sort of situations or things within the practice, like I was talking about organizing and disorganizing piles to see how that can uh, ignite or fire certain uh, uh, ideas. And that's a, a tool that I use to um, um, keep surprised uh, and, and, and keep, keep, uh, keep my practice, um, I guess, uh, fun, but it's also a way to keep keep learning and and uh um instead of repeating the same things i'm i guess i'm trying to not necessarily reinvent the wheel all the time but um tools for uh ex experimentation and play are i find vital for my practice great okay halfway number 10 how do you deal with work life balance uh, i think i kind of hit on it earlier um talking about the uniform um they're pretty interwoven and um hmm, i'm in my happy place when i'm working on my art and mm -hmm. i i guess if i'm uh, at the day job or uh in a grocery lineup or climbing a mountain or um you know uh I, i'm i'm often inspired by uh, the mundane or, 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 uh, things, uh, I, I got, I, I, I've been thinking about, I, I don't know if I ever really turn it off, Thomas, <laughs> that, um, I think it's just so interwoven into my art practice that work life is 
is um, one and the same for me. And I guess the door that uh, what you alluded to before, like getting to the studio and and um, this is time to work and opening and closing the doors. Um, hmm. I don't know. I I think I'm I'm constantly in a revolving door. I suppose. <laughs> nice. We had a great artist on who um, who you made me think of, uh, Sunny Asu. He he's mm. a great kind of uh, local name. Um, yeah, I know Sunny's work. It's great stuff. Yeah. Um, number eleven. If you weren't doing what you do now, what would you be doing? Um, boy, I I don't know. I I I couldn't tell you. Walking the earth. <laughs> I like it. Um, number twelve. What would you not like to do with your career? Mm, not do with my career. Uh, I don't. I don't. I I don't want to make anything that is not sincere to um i'm trying to learn to be more vulnerable these days and just uh learning more about myself being present being me what's your favorite word quote or sentence uh favorite word would right now probably life um but i was thinking about a quote that has been with me for a long time it's uh ibn arabi He's a Sufi mystic philosopher from around the 13th century. And um, if you engage in travel, you will arrive. And it's kind of reminds me of Lao Tzu and Taoism. Um, like the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. Mm. Or it's like the journey, not the destination. And that really resonates with me. How about a least favorite word, quote, or sentence? Hmm. Hmm. I don't think I have one. I've been thinking a lot about John Cage, American composer, artist, um, said that the notion that every sound is worthy of attention, uh, that makes more sense to me, I suppose. And Nice. And 15, if you had to pick one word to describe yourself, what word would you choose? Hmm. Again, another that's tough. I, I guess the paradox. Paradoxical. What keeps you up at night? Uh, my ongoing curiosity, uh, love of creativity, uh, problem solving, making, politics, sometimes human nature, the human condition. Um, I think about those things. <laughs> Like, what is consciousness made from? Um, <laughs> that can keep me up at night. But uh, I suppose I like thinking about those things. Final stretch here. What's a dream you're chasing? To live more or to be more in the present. What inspires you? The mundane the quiet and the discarded uh, paradoxes and cycles, uh, nature, 
the landscape people who overcome obstacles or step outside of their comfort zones inspires me risk taking innovation uh, selflessness community and um love any advice you'd like to share hmm hmm Mm. advice to share I, I i don't know but for something that i'm trying to remember to do every day is to remember to laugh and learn and listen and love um every gift is a day i think that's why they call it the present <laughs> and uh number 20 how can our listeners keep tabs on you how do we follow you uh, my websites uh, usually have stuff there, christiannicolay.com, and um, I have stuff on Instagram there at uh, Nicolay Christian, and um, I guess digitally that's online, and quite often in my practice I'm um, doing things outside of the studio or outside of the gallery in the streets. My origins are actually a street artist, so... Um, Often you might find things bolted to telephone poles or um, just blowing in the streets. Uh. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. You know, you you have a very poetic way of talking, and it actually makes it a, a real pleasure to uh, to hear what you have to say to these. So um, thank you so much. Oh, thanks, Thomas. As, uh, uh, thanks for having me. It's uh, great to speak with you. Thanks so much. Thanks, Thomas. If you like today's podcast, I encourage you to have a listen to other episodes. You can easily find them at uniqueways.ca or wherever you find podcasts. You can also find us on social media. And thank you. It's you that makes these great, and it's you who these are for. Stay tuned for more Unique Ways.